Sagittarius is all about the big vision, baby. Sagittarius, you give them a vision, you give them a dream, a desire, and they push it back in your face across the table like a negotiation, and they say, no, bigger. Sagittarius likes it big, okay? Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, the planet of expansion, the planet of abundance, faith, optimism. It exaggerates, enhances everything it touches. So when the sun is in Sagittarius, we're like, we're being asked to take a big zoom out of our life. Look at, you know, what are our ideals? What's the higher thoughts that are ruling us? What are our belief systems? Where do we want to go? What's the next adventure? What's the next frontier? Can we go super big and like get really wild and really wide and deep in our vision? Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. Hello, my baddies. Welcome back to Cosmic RX Radio. I'm your host. I'm your girl. I am here to help you become an even badder cosmic bitch. And I'm really excited for today's episode. This is a solo coaching episode for Sagittarius season. I took a little break. We did some interviews, or not a break, but you know, we had interviews going. If you miss them, please check them out. We had Katie Dale about Marisa Sullivan talking about everything from how to, you know, launch a podcast, how to be a writer, to how to live a more empowered, uh, an empowered sexuality with practices. Those episodes are amazing. So check those out if you haven't. But today it's just you and I. Cozy up. Come on, honey, sweetie. There's a spot right here waiting for you. If you're new, <laughs> I always laugh if I'm talking to new people because I just jump right in and they're like, what? Who is this lady? Yeah, I'm kooky. I'm messy, but I'm just here to show you that that's all part of the human experience. But this episode and these types of episode are our solo coaching episodes where I bring in work that I do with my clients and our community, the Cosmic Fit Club, where we really talk about every zodiac season, no matter what your sun sign, again, no matter what your sign is, we all get to reap the rewards, soak up the benefits, learn the lessons, claim the blessings of this zodiac season. All right. I want you to think about, we move through a wheel of the year, like a big old pizza pie. We're going around spokes of the wheel. And as we hit every slice, every spoke, we're like activated, right? The sun is charging us up with that zodiac energy. It is a solar panel. It is solar power for you to get charged up for this next year, to live in deeper alignment, to live in deeper flow and live in deeper trust, deeper uh, right relationship with the universe. Sounds good. All right. Thought it would. Okay. So Sagittarius season, this applies if you're listening to it in Sag season, but if you're listening to this from the future, that's so cool. 
what's going on out there. But, you know, it's fine. This is just going to be how you can really work with the Sagittarius in your chart. Maybe you have Sun, Sagittarius. Maybe you have Moon, Rising, Venus, and Sag. Maybe you think you don't have any Sag in your chart. And to that, I would say, pshaw, that is a myth. We all carry all 12 signs of the Zodiac in our chart. It just may not have any major angles, placements, or planets. But I guarantee you, you have a slice of that pizza pie in your own chart, ruled by Sag, and understanding how to work with Sag energy helps you unlock more abundance, more fulfillment in that area of life, whether that's your fourth house of home and family and security, or whether that's your 11th house of friendships and community. It teaches you a lot. If you don't know how to do that and you need help, go check out my TikTok. I just made a TikTok video of how to guide you through that process. I'm going to pin it and it'll be at the top of there. All right, so today for Sagittarius season, we're going to be talking about five of my favorite ways to really manifest like a visionary, five ways to live a visionary life. Sagittarius is all about the big vision, baby. Sagittarius, you give them a vision, you give them a dream, a desire, and they push it back in your face across the table like a negotiation, and they say, no, bigger. Sagittarius likes it big, okay? Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, the planet of expansion, the planet of abundance, faith, optimism. It exaggerates, enhances everything it touches. So when the sun is in Sagittarius, we're like, we're being asked to take a big zoom out of our life. Look at, you know, what are our ideals? What's the higher thoughts that are ruling us? What are our belief systems? Where do we want to go? What's the next adventure? What's the next frontier? Can we go super big and like get really wild and really wide and deep in our vision? And you know, speaking of deep, we go through Scorpio season first to go really deep within into the like, whoa, inner like swamp land primordial ooze of our subconsciousness and our psyche going deep in our like sexuality, going through all that stuff, how we get our power back. Yeah. Stripping back all those layers of shame and fear and insecurity. And the deeper you go during Scorpio season, I swear to God, the higher you fly during Sagittarius season. So basically what I'm saying is if you went through it this Scorpio season, congratulations. All right. You're about to just get some major ass blessings coming your way this Sag season. Before we get in to those tips and, you know, breaking it down in in real life, what I hope is easy to understand terms and how you can apply this in your day to day. I just want to say quickly, thank you so much to everyone who's been rating and reviewing the podcast. I say it every episode, but it's just because it's so beyond me. It's so humbling that there's this amazing crew of people out there who are interested in this intersection of you know, spirituality, self-growth, social justice, sacred sexuality, like all these weird things we talk about here and in this sort of lighthearted, but also like deep way. It's really cool to me. So thank you for that. And definitely keep those ratings and reviews coming and share this. If there's someone in your life who's going through it, like, listen, the date of this recording, you know, we are in mid-November from mid-November to like end of January of 2022, we're all going to be going through it. So we need to have tools by our side. That's what we provide here. We need to have practices. We need to have support systems. 
we need to know that we're not alone in this. So if there is someone who you feel like is in that phase and maybe you don't know how to support them or the right words, just shoot them this podcast, all right? It's a little love note. And likewise, if you're listening to this because someone sent it to you, it means they love you a lot. That's awesome. So keep those ratings and reviews coming. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, I'm really excited. We have a lot of fun things talking about Sag season, lighting us up for our vision for the new year. Stay tuned. Watch this space. We have a lot coming out. And we had our first IRL event in New York City since COVID. For those of you who know me, I've lived in New York City for 13 years. And it's been so weird to not have a space or to not have a place to gather. And thanks to our friends at Whaleball Magazine, we were able to do that last weekend. And holy shit, it lit a spark. You know, Bruce, great Libra, the boss says, can't start a fire without a spark. And that's how I'm feeling going into Sag season. That was a spark for me. I want to definitely do more in-person events, come see you all. And that is one of the many things that my Sag Stellium is envisioning this Sagittarius season. So let's get into the practice. Let's let's talk about this coaching. I need to co- collect some more questions from you all. The type form link. I had a question on here about a Venus return and I can't remember. I thought I asked this, answer this before, but I'm going to do this actually as a quick mailbag question before we get into cosmic coaching. So mailbag alert. I need a little sound like All right, there's the package of mail coming in through the internet. So someone actually asked me this on Instagram, and then I couldn't find it again. And then I was like, was it on a type form? Am I delirious? So someone of you, beautiful humans out there in the ether, asked me, what is a Venus return? And what does it mean when you go through it? Here, present day, we just had Venus moving to Capricorn for a very extended stay. Venus normally stays in a sign for 21 to 23 days, Venus is staying in Capricorn for about four months. So if you have a Venus in Capricorn, which you can check through our birth chart decoder at mychart.thecosmicrx.com or through astro.com, if you have a Venus in Capricorn, congratulations, you're going through a mega Venus return. If you don't, then you can just look it up and track for you know when in the year is Venus going to move into that sign, or you can listen here on the podcast, I always announce it. So first of all, Venus return, don't worry, it's not going to come like a wrecking ball, cue Miley Cyrus into your life like a Saturn return. So we can just chill with that. A Venus return is actually beautiful. Venus is the most glamorous planet. Think about Venus, like the goddess born from the froth of seafoam in that gorgeous shell. So Venus rules love, beauty, pleasure, cash, money, worthiness, our values. So usually a Venus return, which happens once a year, is usually a bountiful time of blessings. And it's usually a feel-good time where you get to cleanse out the closet of any romantic baggage, step into doing some beauty rituals, and enjoy some extra like manifestation mojo. So a return, I've talked about this before, is just an astrology way of saying returning to the spot, an anniversary, if you will. So this is Venus returning to the spot, to the sign it was in when you were born. And the only time it won't happen once a year is if your falls during retrograde period. But again, you can look at AstroSeek return calculator online to find out when exactly yours will be. So this is when you're kind of like, like your birthday, how you look back on the year before, you look at what's ahead of you, that's your solar return, your Venus return. You may look back and reflect on everything you've learned relationship-wise 
you may start to understand and have the new relationship themes be revealed to you. And you can really get an insight into your love and financial forecast for the year ahead. And you can set some beautiful intentions around, yeah, money, romance. Again, like I said, getting that green, stacking that cash. And I love, again, just using the intentionality of the transits and cycles in our chart. And you know, depending on where Venus is in your chart, it may show you that like if Venus is interacting with other planets in the sky, it might show you some of the themes. Like if Venus is working with Saturn, then it might be a year that you have to take some financial responsibility for your life. Or if Venus is working with Jupiter, you might be making a lot of money or having like multiple hinge dates going all at once. Okay. You can go to an astrologer obviously and get a actual Venus return chart if you want to go deeper. But just know it's like a cosmic birthday for your love life. New year, new you, new heart, new fresh energy of what you're ready to give and receive in terms of love, worthiness, and your values. Okay, so Venus return, we love that fresh start energy. So let's let's talk about now this Sagittarius coaching, now that we're all Venusian, we're feeling the Venusian beauty and worthiness moving through our, our blood. So Sagittarius, you know, every sign is ruled by a planet, which the planet really helps us understand the tone. So Sagittarius ruled by Jupiter. Like I said, Jupiter is the biggest planet in the sky, sky daddy. Ancients called Jupiter the father of fortune. In shamanic astrology, Jupiter represents like the wisdom school, the quest, the journey that you are on. And that really relates to you know, even the name Sagittarius. The root of the word Sagittarius is two things. Uh, Sagitta is the constellation of the arrow, which means like the arrow, the bow, the archer. So it's like pointing, piercing through what you thought was your previous upper limit and going into a higher space of consciousness, a higher ideal, higher mind, higher vision, higher, higher, more big. Jupiter energy feels like blowing up a bouncy castle to me, but like in a small house where you're like, ooh, it's starting to really crowd the space. And it starts to bust down like the windows and the walls. And you're like, oh, okay. Like we're really expanding beyond what we thought was previously possible. And the root of the word sag, it's a Latin, I believe, Indo-European root word. And it means to seek out, to beseech, to seek, to know. And that is what Sagittarius wants to do, but it doesn't want to know in that cerebral way, like Gemini, which is on the opposite side of the axis of Sag. Gemini wants to seek and to know through experience, through beliefs. Have you ever had something or read something, a quote, like the universe has your back, like a shout out to Gabby Bernstein and been like, that's nice. I'm going to pin that. Yeah. I'm going to put that on my vision board. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And then you go through some things in life and your spiritual practice, and you have a moment where you're like, get knocked down. The universe is right there to hold you up. You didn't know how it's going to work out. It ended up, you know, that you were divinely directed and protected the whole way. And it all worked out in a way that you could not have imagined. You're like, holy shit, the universe has my fucking back. This is real, y'all. It goes from being words on a paper, which is very Gemini, to like, oh my God, I feel this embodied experience through the adventure of life. I am seeking out what these words mean to me. 
And now I'm living it. And that is very Sagittarius. And the Sagittarius's job is to continue to do that and tell the story. Gemini writes the story. Sagittarius tells the story to tell the story and to get other people hyped on that experience, on that quest, on that adventure, on that expansion. All right. Lots of hope, lots of optimism, but it's like, how do you get there? How do you get through the upper limits? And I think for Capricorn season, we're going to talk about actual like upper limits and what they are because Gay Hendricks wrote a great book on it and he's a cap cap daddy. But for now, I want to talk about like the visionary energy first. Like it's hard to analyze our upper limits if we don't even know where we want to go. Like we got to understand what's the vision. How do we live in it? So I'm just going to share some of my favorite tips, tricks, and tools for how you can really begin to live that Sagittarius visionary life and manifest like one. Okay. And first of all, my disclaimer is everyone's a visionary. I like, I know it's kind of like maybe some of the tech guys out there have like ruined calling ourselves a visionary because there is a certain like douche element to it, but we're reclaiming. We're reclaiming that because again, we're being like the sacred visionary. We're understanding that our vision, we want it to be for the highest good of all, not just to like look cool in a TED talk or at like some tech conference. So first of all, one of the most important things to live like a visionary is to understand there's like, I think five main pillars to tapping into this. The first thing is your vision. Duh. Okay. So I want you to think about, and you can use these as journaling prompts. You can use these as like tarot card spreads, your vision. You know, why am I here? What is my heart's truth? And what are my gifts? All right. This is what we want to start like tapping into. What are the things that light you up? What are the things that make you passionate? Sagittarius is a mutable fire sign. Mutable fire is like that fire that lights you up. It's like the warm fire of like, I think of Sagittarius fires. Like I want to sit by a fire and read my book or the fire of like a jet fuel tank. Like this is a fire that's taking you somewhere and wants to go many places with you. So I want you to think of like, what is this fire? What lights you up? And what, what do you desire out of life? There's so much power out there of like tapping into desire It always takes us, you know, a moment of courage and a lot of willpower to use and harness the power of our desires. But I really want you to begin to think about this vision. And this is a great thing. Looking at your birth chart can help you understand more of why you're here and what you're doing. And truly a lot of this process is going to be having to tap into your internal guidance. Your vision is like your guiding light like a a lighthouse on the shore, but you still need your inner compass on that boat to navigate there. And that's going to be your intuition for sure. And any ways that you can help build a map that's just unique to you, you know, getting readings, doing things like human design, astrology, enneagrams, learning to practices of, you know, getting to trust that inner voice and really speak with it is really going to help you. I also always like to tell people your heart's truth and your gifts are usually going to be things that you were really good at as a child? And what are the things that you could find yourself like lit up when people ask you about, or you could talk about forever with, with strangers? What are the things you get really lost in doing where like time flies? So these are just some prompts to think about the vision. The second thing that a pillar of being a visionary is you really have to let yourself be seen. This is very Sagittarius because being seen How are you going to share your story? How are you going to share your gift? How are you going to share your vision if you're afraid to be seen? 
So you might want to ask yourself again through prompts, through journaling, through card spreads, what is my story? Like your story is so important to your vision. Even my husband, my life was her and I were watching some show like Startup. I literally think it was just called Startup with the guy from the OC, Adam Brody. And they're like this tech, like a Bitcoin crypto company, hot shots, a motley crew of people. It was a fun show. But, you know, when they would go to the VC is to get funding, even in this like show that was kind of this very obviously muggle depiction of the world, the guy, the VC did not care about how efficient or profitable or how badass or how well coded this cryptocurrency was. You know, he wanted to know what's your story? What's your why? And like, that's the thing is that I think that venture capitalists, I think about them, they're like visionary capitalists. They are investing in someone's vision and they understand that vision has to come from your story. Vision is not worth its weight in anything if it doesn't have a personal meaning to you, because that meaning is your fire. It's what drives you. It's what burns obstacles out of your way is what keeps you elevating, like in that Jupiter hot air balloon of life elevating up, up, up. And it's what's going to differentiate you from other people doing the same thing in the same market is your story. No one is you. And that is your power. We say that all the time. That's one of our first ever mantras here, like years ago, Cosmic Rx. And it's so true. And you know, beginning to understand your story. When I went to shamanic medicine school, one of the application process things was just sitting down and writing your life story. And I was like, oh my God, what? Why? This is so tedious. But when I sat down and wrote it, I was like, damn, I've been on a journey, Sagittarius. I seek, seeking the journey. And like, I understand the, the truth of my journey. I understand how it wasn't random. It wasn't just a bunch of like mistakes and missteps. It was all guiding me to this moment of like synthesis that I'm in, of really understanding and actualizing and embodying my soul's purpose. And I was like, holy shit, okay. <laughs> Turns out my teacher knew what he was doing. So sit down, write your story. It's a great Sagittarius medicine, especially like then practice like speaking on it, sharing it with people, posting about it. Just a thought. I love when someone goes into story time on TikTok. Those are the TikToks that grab me in. I listen to like the craziest stories from people on there. And they're like, I don't, I just, I'm like, all right, I I love it. Because we naturally as humans, we love a story. Like the VC said, like, we want to know the story. One, it's you. It's what gives you your power and your fire. But it's also interesting. It makes it personal. It makes it engaging. We can relate to it. We're hooked, right? When someone tells a story in the beginning of like a lecture, I'm like, okay, I'm here. So yes, storytelling being seen. The third pillar of really stepping into being the visionary of your own life is self-trust. Kind of going back to the first point with the vision, cultivating your intuition, cultivating your inner guidance, but learning like, what is the right decision for me? How do I listen to myself? And how do I take inspired action? That's part of self-trust is yes, receiving, sitting back, being in that intuitive space, but then also knowing fire, wanting to go, move, take action, step into that role in my life. And One thing I will say is if you are ready to really be a visionary of your own life, you got to have a certain amount of I don't give a fuck attitude in addition to your well-formed vision, because you're going to really need to learn to tune out the opinions of naysayers and anyone who can't see your vision. Of course, we want to humbly receive advice and guidance from people, you know, elders, mentors, trusted sources, you know, your counsel, if you will. But like, yeah, you can't 
you can't think about what everyone is saying to you, the internet trolls, people, even just from your high school, or like those hypothetical, like about before you're posting, you're like, oh my God, what is like so-and-so, like my second cousin that I haven't talked to in a while, what are they going to think about this? It's like, does it really, does it really matter? And also going off of that point is the only person who needs to understand your vision is you. This is, must be like, I swear to God, some Greek mythology shit of like the curse of being a visionary is you have this big vision, but it's like the whole point of it being a vision and that it's maybe something that hasn't been done before or in this exact way or something you feel in that Sagittarius belief in your body. Not everyone may get it. Okay. Think about the most visionary things that have been done in life. Like imagine someone just explaining it to someone like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to. Walt Disney is a Sagittarius. I just think about like animation. You're going to make this whole, like, I don't know how far his vision went in the beginning, but like, yeah, I'm sure if he told that to like good old Jimmy down at the corner market, I'd be like, Walt, Walter, buddy, you got to get your feet back on the ground. That's not a real thing. And I think about, you know, a lot of storytellers, a lot of pop stars, uh, Miss Britney Spears is a Sagittarius. And they just, they just see things in a different way. And uh, like Tyra Banks is a Sagittarius. And it's like, you see things and people might be like, that's too much, which is a very Sagittarius Jupiter thing. I don't get it. You know, for myself and Audrey, we both have Mars and Sagittarius. I have my Sag stellium. And we started this business of wanting to give people tools in their spiritual journey and hype them up and empower them, but in a way that we hadn't really experienced before. And we started this end of 2017, 2018, and people were like, what are you, what? They did not get it. I mean, people still don't get it, but more people are getting it. They're getting it, to quote Broad City. Now you're getting it. So it's like, you just have to like sit in that place and trust your vision and learn to communicate the parts that you need to, but also learn to like follow up on your own vision, even when there's no one else that necessarily totally gets it, right? It's kind of scary though. But checking with yourself about that, for to be a visionary, you must cultivate community, okay? Community in so many ways. Community for you to receive support in. Again, other visionaries, like-minded people. That's why I love our Cosmic Fit Club. Everyone there has a vision. Everyone there feels very captivated by purpose. And it's like important to surround yourself with people who hype you up and also have big vision, big picture, right? Like, we are like the byproduct of the five people we spend the most time around. And so how the hell are we going to manifest our big vision when we're surrounding ourselves with a lot of people with like broke ass, small scarcity mind thoughts and you know, no shame on them. That just may be their journey, but community, you know, joining a community like our cosmic fit club or certain entrepreneurial groups or creative groups. Again, it's, it's that fire, feeding the fire, fanning the flames and also community of like, what is the bigger picture of what I'm doing? You know? Where do I fit into the larger, the larger vision? I love dear friend Colin Bedell, who was at our event last weekend. I was just watching his Instagram. He did an Instagram video about manifesting. And he's like, I'm not a manifestation expert, but I do understand the principle of like asking for something, but also asking like, what can I do with that? And that's a big part of our authentic manifesting course. And he brought up a course of miracles of like, when you're manifesting, really asking like, what would you have me do? What would you have me say? What would you have me do? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say? And to whom would you have me say it? And it's this like constant 
being of service, this constant, like, who am I helping? How can I find them? How am I part of this larger grid work? And that's really the fifth point that I just like to hammer home with being a visionary, especially the non-douchey tech startup visionary is like being of service. How can I genuinely help? How can I receive help? How can I make the world a better place? How can I make the world a more equitable place? How can I be more inclusive, more accessible? How can I be a disruptor? How can I be a cosmic change maker here for good? How can I bring together taking in account the identities and experiences of people who are not like me into this vision I'm offering in order to, yeah, have it bless even more people. So asking yourself those things are great jumping off points to becoming a visionary. Okay, so then I just want to like kind of end with just some things of like, I'm going to call these like the hard truths of being a visionary. All right, one, you're going to have to be willing to make sacrifice. We talked about one of our podcast episodes recently the root of the word sacrifice is to make sacred. So if you want your life to be sacred, you might have to sacrifice a few things, okay? Maybe it's the stability and comfort as you go into a new horizon. Maybe it's the approval of your friends and family. Maybe it's something when you're doing exactly what you love and what you want to do, there is an element of making a sacrifice. And maybe that's just time, money, energy, resources. I mean, not in a way that is like punishing to you, but I just want you to think about there, there are going to be sacrifices along the way, but I want you to think about it as you're making your life really sacred. And the other thing that I'm going to really point out about being a visionary is you got to learn to quit and let go of and release what doesn't work. Quitting is not failing, my baddie, all right? Quitting is not. You can leave. Sticking with things that aren't working, whether it's the job, like the business you launched, bad relationship, dead-end job. Sticking with it doesn't make you a better person. You don't get an award for that. Very rare in life does like the length of a project or relationship indicate the health of it. So chances are there's a better opportunity awaiting you, but you have to make space for it. It can be hard and it definitely takes a fuck ton of courage, but give yourself permission to let go of people, things, projects, anything filling up your precious energy that's holding you back or making you feel like you're less than brilliant. And even if it's just like a, a launch or a product within your business, we've done this so many times, Audrey and I have been like, we've got to release that better thing. We're trying to force it. It's not working. Let's release it for something better. And guess what? Something better always appears. And that's part of the faith of Sagittarius. It's part of the faith of the vision that like trusting your vision that's only here to light you up. It's only here to provide more wind under your wings so you can fly higher and higher. And when you're feeling clipped in that, like it's not really your vision anymore. We have to adjust something. We have to modify something. And just in the spirit of remembering, like follow your heart. Don't be afraid to shine. It sounds a little cliche, but like go for it. Your true passion, your true vision is probably a way less traveled path. It's been really inspiring to see even over the last year, two years, more people following what I think is their more authentic path. And the astrology really supports that. And, you know, we have to get crafty. A lot of times living your vision, living your purpose, there's not like a college degree for it or a perfect guidance counselor session. It's a little bit more about like, yeah, finding out what makes you, you through your lived experience, figuring out your story, figuring out how you want to share it with the world and looking to really like take time to be quiet, to listen to the voice of your heart, to you know check in and clear it when it gets heavy. And then like know that like the fear of shining bright and taking up space and spreading those wings 
can be so big, but let that fear like excite you, like move with that fear, breathe into it. Okay. I promise you the fear of shining and taking up space, like don't let it be bigger than the fear of like failing. Like just, sorry, I don't know if I phrased that well, but like the fear of taking up space can be almost like a bigger fear than failing for most people. (laughs) But I want you to practice really like being seen. And that if you have this vision, if you have this purpose, if you feel lit up with something, chances are there's someone out there right now praying for that, praying or manifesting someone to help remind them that they're not alone or to get tools or to get healings or to get access or an opportunity that you may be the one to provide. So that is your Sagittarius coaching. Let me know what you think. I'm very excited to hear about your visions and how they move through you the Sagittarius season. Keep staying lit up. Keep being in that expansive AF, Sagittarius space. Tag us in photos if you're doing anything to tap into your inner visionary at the Cosmic Rx. Or you can come slide in my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy if it's something more private. I got so much spam lately from like weird companies that I've had to, I really need to go through and clear it out. It's getting a little overwhelming and all of your beautiful messages are getting lost in their kerfuffle, but please DM me at I am Maddie Murphy. I love hearing from you. And in the meantime, go slay this week, like the cosmic baddie you are, and I'll see you next time. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other Cosmic Baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic RX, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you Cosmic Baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.